0: Hi, you're listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your coach, Karen, and this is episode 38, Triggered.
1: Hello, guys. We are back for another episode. We got a... DM on Instagram last week from one of our really close friends. And she told us about an experience she had a couple weeks ago where she was actually listening to our podcast and she was driving and there was a huge accident and there was a fatality and it was really traumatizing for her to see this. And she was wondering if we could do a podcast episode about triggers because now every time she listens to our podcast, it's kind of a trigger back to that experience because she was listening to the podcast when the crash happened. And I thought this was a great opportunity for my mom and I to get on and talk about triggers. I don't think this is ever something we've talked about, Mom.
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Um, and I but I also it's...
0: want to clarify that she gets triggered by your voice specifically.
1: <laughs> she did say my voice, which is so unfortunate for
0: Aww. me.
1: <laughs> it's actually really sad. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. that's terrifying yeah and I think it'd be cool to talk about triggers and what to do when we're feeling triggered all those things we cause really we've never talked about it and I think it's crazy we haven't talked about it because it's such a big part of feeling life and <laughs> our <Yeah>. brains <laughs> honestly <laughs> right honestly yeah
0: good okay so, I like it I like it and I'm glad she reached out that makes me, me happy that
1: I love when people reach out like this so
0: um so What's funny about being triggered is we get triggered negatively, which is what we mostly think about when we hear the word triggered. Yeah. But we get triggered positively too. Not, so that's just interesting to kind of That remember. is interesting.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: Right? So, like, I just put up Christmas decorations and hung up all your stockings. I was triggered. Like, I was having memories about... <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's you, a good point. You getting all excited about that orange that one year. <laughs> 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 I got oh, an God. orange in my stocking. <laughs> You're like, oh. Everyone's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> You're easy to please. It's um, orange. No, but it did. It triggered me to memories of, like, my kids when they were younger going through their stockings and, like, being so excited about these little lotions and chapsticks and oh, treats yeah. And like the overexcitement of it because they knew the big stuff was coming, you know? And it's just it's just so cute. Like, it's funny because like when I hung those stockings, I was triggered into that. So it's just yeah. kind of interesting. We, we look at being triggered neg- as a negative thing, but it's happening to us positively too. So I thought that yeah. was just something interesting. And I also yeah. wanna, before we talk about being triggered, this situation of our friend, that's, that's a traumatic trigger, right? Traumatic triggers that take you back to an event that's traumatic. I highly recommend um, that you process that event with a therapist if it is like holding you back and, and you're having a hard time like actually, you know, getting, handling life with that trigger, right? Or like right? moving on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, because yeah. that is basically what it's going to take is to process the event, right? Like you need to process what you experienced and what you went through and the feelings that came up for you, right? You need to process that. And when it's traumatic and like life, you know, life threatening trauma, I really highly recommend that that gets processed with a therapist, right?
1: Yeah,
0: But for sure. But we're going to refer to more um, like not traumatic triggers, right? Just irritations, Right? Um, negative emotions that pop up when, when that trigger happens. So let me just to kind of explain what triggered even is so that we all are on the same page, right? Okay. Being triggered is re-experiencing a past event in the present moment, okay? And it's, it's like the past event is over, but we, it's really interesting when we think about it, we get to experience it all over again. And yeah. it feels very um, like circumstantial, like there's nothing we can do about it. It's out of our power. My brain just does this. And that is true. Your brain does just do that. Um, but you, uh, you do have power over what you're going to um, think about the past event. Yeah. Right? So, so basically, what I'm saying is it's not the past event hurting you again. It's your thoughts about the past event, hurting you again. Okay. Okay. I like that. <clears throat> yeah. So that's a good way to explain that. So it's like, and, and one thing our friend had mentioned when she when she DM'd us was, is like, I'm all in my head. Yeah. You know, like like, I you know, I just really hard because every time I hear Annika's voice, I get in my head again about it, and that is totally normal because you have a brain, and that is what our brains do. Is our brains make connections, all the time, every day. It's yeah. making new connections and it's reliving past connections, and those connections are neural pathways. So it's totally normal that you were listening to Annika's voice and saw an accident. It connected your sense, your your visual sensation to your hearing sensation, and they and it linked them together. Yeah. And this is what makes our brains so amazing. That's how we're able to learn. That's how we're, we're able to remember things is the fact that our brain does that. It's a gift. It's amazing, yeah. right? Sometimes yeah. it serves us in a positive way, like with my stockings. Right. But sometimes it doesn't because it happened in a car accident. So, but no matter what, you still have agency over those connections. And it's not always easy, but you get to decide if you want to change those connections or not, right? So in this circumstance with our friend, she needs to, number one, go in and process the event, the car accident. She needs to process that. And if it's serious enough, maybe with a therapist, right? And get some guidance through that. But it needs to be processed and you need to explore and you need to decide Your take on this event. What are your beliefs about this event? What are your thoughts about it going to be based on your values, and how can you accept it that there are things in this world that are negative, right? And and terrible things happen. What is going to be your thoughts about it going forward? Right. What What knowledge do you have now? Like you have to get to a level of acceptance of it. Because then whenever you hear Annika's voice, that not all of that hoping, like not wanting that to have happened is very traumatizing again. But once you can go in and acknowledge it and accept that it happened and what it means and what does it mean based on your values, then that might be different when you get triggered, right? You gotta decide what you wanna think about that event going forward. Yeah. Right, and take control over like the connections. So like if this was a smaller trigger, like I feel like it's honestly a little traumatic and, it is and a, it's a bigger challenging for her. Say. Right. That's why I wanted to make sure I said if these are traumatic, then you might need to get some extra help, right? Yeah. Some extra support. But if it was a lower like scaled event, you need to just number one process the event and then Start making a new connection to Annika's voice. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: when I hear Annika's voice, this is, what did I want to think when I heard Annika's voice? And you plug in the new belief or the new story that you want about the event. Yeah. So for an example, I hear Annika's voice on a podcast and I, it, my brain is automatically going to go to the other connection because that's the connection it made. Right, And if I wanna retrain it, I have to plug in the new connection. And over time, your brain will catch on to the idea and it will kind of start covering up the old connection. So for example, when that event happened and I saw that wreck, I was so grateful for the health of my daughters. That was the day that I was so grateful for the health of my daughters and my family. Yeah. That could be the new connection yeah. whenever you listen to Annika's voice you plug in that new that was the day that I gained that super huge gratitude about my health of my daughters you have to you have to use your agency to actually do the work and it is work yeah. right it's managing your mind is not easy which is why most people don't do it because it's easier to just let our brain run on default mode. But if you want to be emotionally stable and healthy and enjoy life, you're going to have to take control. And that sometimes is going to be work. I have to plug this new thought in to make a new connection with Annika's voice. Um, so just a little example, because that's funny that we decided to do this today, because yesterday I was triggered and I didn't even realize it. Really? Sometimes we don't even realize that we're being triggered. You know what I mean? No, so, honestly. This is very minor, you know, in relation to our friend's experience. But yesterday, we were leaving and we were pulling away from our house and we heard a big noise. I looked back and my husband's garage was like stopped closing and it just stopped and it's crooked and all these wires are hanging oh out. Oh my gosh, door. what the? Did I not tell you this? No, you did not tell me that. Yeah, remember this happened a month ago? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And we had just got this repaired a month ago, okay? And it (laughs) happened again. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, immediate heartbeat starts rushing. Yeah. And anxiety. Immediate. And I just don't think the whole world... uh, Some people would be like, we need to get our garage fixed. (laughs) Or we need to make a phone call to the garage repair guy. No, Karen gets stressed and anxiety. And like, it was actually sad. Cause like we were on our way to church and I'm sitting in church and I'm stressing about the garage door. And I was like, why am I so stressed? Like, I just don't, like, I started questioning this whole experience. Like why every time my dishwasher breaks or my car, you know, something's wrong with my car. Why do I yeah. get this, this overwhelming like stress and anxiety? And I, I reflected on it and I realized it was because, I think it's because, you know, back when I was first married, we were both in school. I mean, I worked and my husband was in school and we had no money, right? (laughs) You know, no one does when they're in school. And on top of that, we were trying to start our family and uh, we had to do fertility. So we used a lot of our, we had to use what we did have trying to start our family, Right? We had no money. And I remember this specific incident of our timing belt broke on our little car and it ruined our transmission. And this is a car we're still making payments on. Oh my gosh. And it was so overwhelming. It was the first married married trial, you know, that we experienced and it was heavy. And it was like, oh my gosh, how are we going to pay for this? and just the stress and and just, it was just a lot. And we got through it, we figured it out. You know, my dad found us a, a mechanic that wasn't very expensive and we learned what credit cards are for, <laughs> right? Yeah. And we had to pay that off as fast as we could. Like, but that, it was a blessing that we had access to a credit card because we did not have the thousands of dollars right there. Yeah, Right? It was traumatic for me. It was, it was scary. It was like, how are we going to pay for this? And so I think that every time something breaks that, because that was so traumatic for us and it was just a lot of stress, right? We had work and then trying to, and not having anywhere where we could like, we didn't have a car. We had to figure out how to get to work and why this was getting repaired, blah, blah, blah. That is why I'm triggered because that was such a big stress. And every time something breaks and my, home I it triggers me back to that stress and fear and I was sitting there yesterday realizing that I'm just experiencing it the same thing over and over again and I need to go in and I need to break that connection yeah to something breaking down to complete like utter anxiety yeah and fear right and so I sat there and I was like what is different from now and then yeah Well, I have money, (laughs) that's what's different. We can pay for that, not a problem. And I I just kind of started thinking about, that is amazing that this can break and I can pay for it. Do I want to? No, but do I I have access? We both have jobs, this is actually not a problem. And I really just created a lot of gratitude for myself by reflecting on it. And I had to come up with my own new thoughts next time something breaks. I can't believe I never thought of this before. I've been living like this, gosh, for a long time. I know, this is making me realize I, like I don't that know that I don't know if you realize like... it, Annika. Do I do you see like when something breaks I
1: get extra stressed? I oh, don't know. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't show. Oh, it shows. Yeah, and I don't need to because I know. we well I'm this is, I'm I'm like, this is actually crazy that you're telling me this because I, I've always that's just a thing that I thought you did. I didn't realize it was like this trigger back to this thing. I just thought like when something's broken my mom every mom freaks out every time yeah (laughs) interesting which I'm sure they I'm sure a lot of moms do that's that's a big stress when something breaks in your house or when something's not working but I just don't think the level of my anxiety
0: was was appropriate to be honest with you things break like there was somewhere where I was not accepting that things break yeah
1: Well, I think the levels don't
0: need to be maintained. Maybe there's this belief that after you buy a home, you don't have to maintain it. I don't know.
1: Maybe something. There was some denial where I needed to go in and accept that. Yeah. And so I, I I, Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think the anxiety that you had at the time was like, totally, totally makes sense. You don't have, you guys don't have money. You don't know how you're going to do it. This is the first time you've ever been dealing with something like this. So like the anxiety there does make sense. And then, but the anxiety now, you know, like you're bringing it into everything else, and that's where it's like it doesn't need to be there.
0: Yeah, and I just well, get triggered and I haven't fun. dealt with it and like uh, I haven't proce- I needed to process the original event and I needed to process what is my takeaways from that event. what what do I want to think? I have agency. I get to decide what I want to think when something breaks down. Yeah, I just never went in and did the work, and yeah. I needed to process the original event
1: totally
0: and get knowledge from it and like and then I needed to I so now every time something breaks I have a new belief system that I'm gonna put into it I like that and like like the thought that is gonna come up is I have money we have money we have yeah opportunity for money like this is not a big deal things break I think honestly the thought is like yeah things break right right and it was funny like crazy I did that all at church (laughs) probably should have been thinking about something else but at 10 minutes sitting there i processed it and i had my new belief and i'm like okay bring on another broken thing so that i can start this retraining process of uh, all i gotta do is take this stuff that i just realized and the knowledge i have now and impl- input it input it. Yeah. and i have to keep inputting it until i've covered up that connection created a new connection
1: yeah and i love what you said earlier about It takes work. It takes your agency and working with your agency to create a new thought, to create a new thought process, to split up the connection from one thing that was triggering to just normal things that are happening in your everyday life. Like, I think that is so powerful. And it reminds me of, I don't know if you remember this at all, because we did coach about this, um, a couple of, back when I was in college, you know, all those years ago. Uh Oh, yeah. uh-huh, you're so... <laughs> I'm just so was just so I'm just such an adult now. Um, but when I was up at school, I remember I was having this semester it was like a spring semester so it was really nice outside the sun was out a lot and I was like, I don't know why I remember I was telling you I was like I don't know why but like because I love I'm from Vegas. I love the sun. are you kidding me? but for some reason when the sun when it would be like a really nice day, In my college town, I would honestly start to feel so much stress. And I was like, why is it stressing me out? Like, anytime it's not cloudy outside and it's nice outside and people are like doing stuff because it's nice outside, I would honestly get so stressed out. Yes, I I remember this. This is is back
0: when we were scared you were a vampire. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) I think it made me a bit It's like, my daughter hates the sun. What's wrong with her? What's wrong?
1: I was like, honestly, like anytime someone thought, I was like, I got to go inside. I got to get out of here. But I think we did coaching on it. And I remember it was because it triggered me back to a spring semester I had that was really awful. And when it would get sunny outside and people would like go gather at the park and people would go get with their friends and stuff, it would really stress me out because it made me feel like I needed to go do that. And yeah, I need so to go find friends me, and do that. Well, tell you know? us
0: the awful the awful semester what? Was it just the semester where you were lonelier, didn't have a lot of Yeah, it was just okay. a semester
1: where I was super lonely. Like, I didn't have that many friends at the time. Um, it was my second semester back at college. So, like, I didn't really know that many people. Mm-hmm. And, um, or a lot of the friends I did make my first semester were, like, gone for that semester. So I just didn't have that many people. And so it was super triggering for like the sun to be out and people to go be doing stuff. Cause I, it just made me feel like I needed to be doing that or made me feel like way more lonely because I didn't have that. And so when we did do the coaching and I realized that like all my power came back once I realized, oh, okay, it's not actually the sun coming out. It's me being triggered back to when that would happen And I would get those feelings of loneliness, or I'd get that feeling of anxiety, you know? Mm -hmm. And I I feel like just noticing when you do have a trigger, even, that brings a lot of power back. Because you're able to be like, okay, that's just a trigger, back to this. And then you can do exactly what you were saying. You can be like, okay, what's it connecting to? What new thoughts do I need to have to get out of this? And
0: and do I need to process the original event? Do Mm -hmm. I need to figure out... Why the other event? Like what? What is like what? Where am I not accepting it? Right? Yeah, Circumstances happen that I can't control, and on what level do I still need to do some work on accepting what happened? Right? And like gain my power of how I want to think of it going forward. We can't change the event. We can't change the past. But what's also awesome is the past can't hurt us. It's complete and done. Right. So the only way the past and that some that experience and that semester can hurt you again is based on what you decide to think about it. That you have power over, that you have agency over. You just have to be willing to do the work, right? And I think one way to recognize, if some people like I think are like, I don't even know if I'm triggered. I'm not even sure, how do I know? And I think one way to know, a sign that you're being triggered is that your reaction is disproportionate to the present event. A present event is happening the sun is out and your reaction to the sun being out is disproportionate, right? Or yeah. my my anxiety is disproportionate to the fact of my garage door breaking. Yeah. Like it doesn't really go together, right? And I yeah. just need to make a new connection, right? And that is, that is neural pathways. Those connections our brain is making are neural pathways. And it's amazing that our brain does this because again, it serves us all the time with being triggered in positive ways. It's not a problem. Your brain is healthy and well and making connections. But what's so amazing is that we do still have agency to to go in and retrain those connections.
1: Yeah, I love that mom. I think that's such a great, just step-by-step thing that people can do once they realize they're being triggered. How can people realize that it is a trigger though?
0: Just just by the emotional reaction. Like you're looking around, like for me, like I have friends that things break down in their homes. Like you, oh. I remember a while back, you, you went to fill your tires up cause you were coming to Vegas or something. And you called me and you're like, mom, they told me that my tread is so low. I need all new tires and you had just got your job, right? And like yeah. you're like I have to pay this. And you were you weren't happy, but you weren't stressed and anxious and you were still yeah. looking forward to come. And I I think that's like a sign. Like when you're looking around and you're seeing like not everybody reacts like this. Like there might yeah. be right? When the when the emotions involved are disproportionate. I see. Is a sign. Or just yeah, you're like just like everyday things and you're like what is wrong? Like it just
1: That's a sign. It makes sense. That totally makes sense.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, like, again, if it's super, super traumatic, you need to go back and process the event with a therapist. Mm -hmm. You know, someone qualified to help you go through that trauma. But even if it's a small trigger, you still need to process your thoughts about what happened.
1: Yeah.
0: And and use your agency to decide what you want to think going forward. Like, again, we can't always, we can't control the thoughts, right? Our brains just make up thoughts, and we can't control them. But once they come, we can control if we want to keep thinking them. Yeah. And we can explore and find other, right, perspectives, angles on what happened.
1: Yeah. So that's all I got for you. I love it. Thanks, Mom. Hopefully this helped our friend and everyone else listening. Um, but I really love everything that you said. So thank you for sharing. Thanks for listening
0: to this episode. If you have any questions, um, about this episode, please reach out or DM us on our Instagram, which is IDK. Let's ask my mom. Thank you for listening and have a great day.